Wait a goddamn minute there, Coconut. Wait a minute, Coconut. Did you buy anything for Prime Day? Uh, no, not really. I was thinking about getting the uh, the eight-piece ring security system that just mm-hmm. had not the cameras, but like the motion sensors and stuff for your door. But, you know, I didn't. <laughs> I almost got the... <laughs> <laughs> I almost got the uh, my fucking uh, ring. No, 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 no. The uh, the ring with the floodlights. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like I didn't think the price was reduced that much. Yeah, the security system was reduced a good bit. It was like down, I think, like a hundred bucks from what it usually retails at. But okay. you know, I just I've got the ring already. If anything, I would maybe get another ring. Mm-hmm. But I don't. It already chimes when somebody comes out. I just don't, I, you know, not to discuss the layout of my house too much, but I mm. feel like somebody would probably be coming in the door that I have the ring on. My so. house is like fucking Fort Knox now. Yeah, you got a straight up like Compton level security yeah. door. Thank you. It's pretty dope. Fucking, I I couldn't buy anything on Prime Day because I just spent like, you know, probably about three hundred. Right, yeah. I was gonna on say magic like, cards. I've I've been buying a lot. That's of right. You depression bought magic cards. I bought more. <laughs> you bought more. <laughs> You're like I'm investing though. I'm investing. I'm not investing. <laughs> I feel like I bought them at their peak and they're gonna go down. And but I just couldn't help myself because I was like, if they go up anymore, I won't be able to afford them. I must buy them now. <laughs> um, so I just uh, I don't know. It feels like any time in my life, I'm like, all right, harvest time for you to. Start getting in on this project and really start buckling down and working on your after hours times. It's like, like, or I could just spend, or I could play Magic the Gathering every Friday and Saturday. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's been a recurring that's what's thing up. in my life. Yeah. <laughs> At least you have no, you make no qualms about it. Yeah. You have no, there's no guys. You're just like, no, I just like this and I'm going to buy some cards and spend some time. I still have, you know, a reasonable amount of swag. It depletes it. For sure. I was going to say, right now, meter's low. <laughs> Look, <laughs> like, I think I, I, I walk around with a generous amount on a on a good day. Yeah. On a bad day, you know, nothing above average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the magic cards, I can sustain this lifestyle, I feel. Yeah. I think you I think you also can sustain the yeah. magic card lifestyle. Like, I don't, I don't fall into... That's a true. complete, you you're, know, you know, you're 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 not going to grow a ponytail. Overnight. I don't write. You're not going to invest in a cane anytime soon. Yes, thank you. So you're not going to be holding up like a kilt with suspenders with a right. t-shirt tucked in. Yeah, you are describing a bunch of magic players. I know. Typically, like the old head guys, mm-hmm. like kilt with suspenders. I t-shirt wear a belt. In. My my butt crack doesn't show when I sit down. Yeah. at a table. That's a big deal. That's um, like a that's a milestone. Thank at, you. And leaving the magic community. My car is clean. Yeah. I don't have like a bunch of trash in there for sure. Um, and I don't have like a rollout mat of like you smell good in the shower girls. regularly. Thank you. I thank you very much. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's levels. It's levels. I'm just saying <laughs> my, my base is strong enough to support this. Shout outs to the base. And his disrespect for he is pleading the case of the prosecution by his contempt for all that is holy. I object, I object, I object. On what grounds? Is it possible that something is holy to the celebrated agnostic? Yes. The individual human mind. 
child's power to master the multiplication table. There is more sanctity than in all your shouted amens and holy holies and hosannas. Welcome to Tap Snaps, your 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 show that you're listening to. Did you ever dream you could, you would, you do, you should, you knew, you would, anything you ever dreamed of? <laughs> you frizzers, the ones you make all the way. <laughs> uh, after that big old mess, I'm happy to say that I am your host, Liam Kelly. Uh, I know that interim host. I didn't inspire. Yes, and inspire a lot of confidence. <laughs> Just then, but I'm uh, I'm taking the reins from Blake uh, on a semi permanent basis. Blake yeah. is uh, Blake has uh, he's uh, he's sustained, uh, you know, a, 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 he, he 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 came into a windfall of cash yeah. on his travels, uh, and now he's just out. He's living his best life, uh, and he's going to be continuing to you know lead startups. Mm-hmm. In venture capital and crypto, uh, and he's going to do that from parts unknown. So this is us telling them about Blake. This isn't actually us telling. Yeah, Blake. Uh, Blake actually. Blake, Blake got hurt. Blake got hurt at work. And give the details. We don't want to give the details. It's of what his happened. business. It's his business. He's okay. He wishes he could be here, but currently he is. He is not, and he's doing well. Yeah, and I'm sure if you're able to reach him, he appreciates your support. Yeah. So, but at least for for a number of weeks, he will be uh, he will be out. He is okay. He's recovering, and we we love him. Yeah, and I just love that you. We started like right before the podcast. Like, like, should, should we should we talk about Blake finally? And then you're like, all right, I'm gonna spin another yarn. <laughs> we just we've moved him around South America and tropical islands enough that I felt like you know you should know. Yeah, I was I was reaching, and yeah, and honestly, you know, it's it's been a few weeks, so we figured somebody might say something mm-hmm. so just go ahead i didn't and want people it. to actually just be like hey where the fuck actually where is blake though did you guys harm blake did you harm him he's fine he's yeah. safe he is doing well and hopefully one day he will be back on the show yeah um but in the meantime i'm your host liam kelly join me by uh young t drizzle young t drizzle uh young young t sprinkling yeah uh, and uh, we've young got young T morning dew. <laughs> I like that <laughs> young T mountain lightning, young T elderberry. That's a, well, that's that's the ultimo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, not inspiring a lot of host confidence here <laughs> from ABC 13 Houston. 153 Houston Methodist workers out of jobs after just, vaccine protest. I'm sorry. I just imagine you crashing through double doors. You're like, hey, welcome to Tap Snaps. And just falling and smashing <laughs> your face on the fucking ground. Hey, welcome to Tap Snaps. Speaking of things that don't inspire confidence, a bunch of people in a Houston Methodist hospital have resigned or been fired because they refused to get my fucking vaccine. Liam Reed's. A total of 153 workers at at Houston Methodist Hospital have either resigned or have been fired after refusing to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Earlier this month, the hospital recorded 178 employees had been suspended for not complying with the hospital's vaccine requirement for workers. It appears most of those employees chose to leave the hospital system or not get fully vaccinated. In a statement issued by Houston Methodist on June 9, a total of 24,947 employees complied and are fully vaccinated. On May 28th, a group of 117 Houston Methodist employees sued the hospital system for requiring the vaccine as a condition of employment. The medical giant gave workers a deadline of receiving the vaccine by June 7th. 
The lawsuit asked a federal court to prevent the hospital group from taking action against the employees. However, a federal judge dismissed the lawsuit, calling it frivolous. Quote, We can now put this behind us and continue our focus on unparalleled safety, quality, service, and innovation. Hospital president and CEO Mark Bloom... Boom. Boom. (laughs) I was like, here comes it. Here comes it. Here comes the... Yeah. Mark Boom. It's like, surely his name isn't just Boom. It is. Mark Boom said in a statement at the time of the dismissal, quote, All our employees have now met the requirements of the vaccine policy, and I couldn't be prouder of them. Jennifer Bridges, who once worked for Houston Methodist, told ABC 13 that she does not want to take the COVID-19 vaccine because it does not have full approval from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. The vaccine is currently being being used in the U.S. under emergency use authorization from the FDA. Pfizer began its full application for full approval last month. And you know your boy is in that Pfizer gang. Uh, as is your other boy. As is your boy. As is your boy. The boy. Your boy as well as your boy. Yeah. Young boy. Uh... Fuck them. <laughs> it's, my, it's like my first response. Um, yeah, that 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 was the the first thing I thought, and I was like, "Ha, good." Yeah. <laughs> well, to sum up their argument, I'm tired of this, Grandpa. That's too damn bad. <laughs> they just, yeah. I mean, get wrecked. We we said this a long time ago too. Yeah. Like, like, expect consequences. Yeah. As the, as the vaccines roll out you'll find less and less room for these kind of nonsense arguments and more and more insistence or very strong incentives to get you to, uh, you know, be fucking vaccinated so that we can help eliminate COVID-19 variants and protect people. Yeah. I mean, and there's, there's other companies that are private and, you know, not, not in healthcare, at least this is a private company as well, but like non-healthcare companies that are starting to do this as well. JP Morgan, was just in the news also for uh, they're opening up their offices and you can still be unvaccinated and work for them, but you have to continue to work remotely. You can't go into the office because their whole goal with reopening their offices was to eliminate distancing requirements mm-hmm. and masking requirements. So, which who knows how long that'll last? I mean, that could be again yeah. just a temporary thing. You're 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 just going to find more and more doors closed to you. Yeah, yeah. as this continues, as you should, because if you, you know. It's uh, it is a free country. You you can do what you want, but yeah. businesses are free to operate how they please as well. For sure. And I mean, like this is just like any like if you want to attend college or mm. if you want to go on like any kind of like large supervised program where mm-hmm. you're going to be sharing space with a lot of people. They can require you to do whatever. You know, you have to have a physical. You have to pass in. I mean, like a lot of these time, a lot of things. It's it's like an insurance issue. It's a liability issue. Yeah, we'll see private schools doing it more and more, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think we're going to see travel restrictions, like, really heavily enforced. Yeah, especially for European countries. Yeah. For sure. I mean, my parents... Canada. My parents have a house in Canada. They're getting ready to to go check, you know, go up there, travel that way in the next few months. And they've told me, like, that the, the process for getting in is incredibly strict. Like you have to have when you get to the border, you have to have a valid negative test. Okay. Within the last three days, you have to get a rapid test at the border, and then another like the the day after you clear the border, you have to have another rapid test, or like the day after you reach your destination. Okay. And then eight days after that, you have to have another rapid test, even if you're vaccinated. They don't care if you're vaccinated or not. Damn, Canada's a little much. I mean, that's like they're just like really containing the problem because a lot of places especially like like small places like pei or like you know like or people places that have been on full lockdowns like nova scotia yeah 
they, if you have no instances or very low instances of COVID, then you want to make sure that the testing is going on like all the time. Yeah. And then when you get there, you have to isolate for two weeks, like to the point where somebody even has to bring you, you have to prove to them that you have a plan for somebody to come and bring you food, man. Yeah. They're taking it serious, serious. Yeah. Uh, super serious. But then like once uh, they probably will meet, you know, majority vaccination, you know, however, whatever time frame that takes, I'm sure it's going to get more and more important for people who are traveling internationally to prove that they've been vaccinated, which is tough. I mean, yeah, you get into to forgery territories and yeah. And so like, I'm sure there'd be many more lawsuits to come. Yeah. And you know, really if, if you're in the medical field, I say good riddance. If, if you're just going to sit up there and deny science with personal beliefs and, um, emotional reactions and religious reasons and, yeah. and all the other silly nonsense that contributes to anti-vaxxers and yeah. deniers of the eff efficacy of the vaccine, even though the science is cold and um, very uh, certain in this instance. And I, I, I think it, the medical field is probably better off without you. Well, also, I mean, even like your, your personal views on vaccines aside, you're in the, you're in the spot. Like you're, if there mm -hmm. is another COVID outbreak, then you are in the place where you, like, if you continue to, if you stay there, you'll probably get COVID. Yeah. Get if you, yeah. Variant. If you remain, if you remain unvaccinated, if you're not working, because like, I mean, even if they lessen their PPE guidelines, if they can prove that like, I'm sure this is a big part of why a place like Houston Methodist would want to have require 100% vaccination for its employees is because you got to maintain that insane level of like constant protection of mm -hmm. distancing of using PPE cuz they're they're I mean their measures are even stricter yeah. in terms of like masking and like distancing and making sure that everybody is exchanging as little oxygen <laughs> like raw oxygen with other people as possible then I would want to like just to, to say I'm not going to get vaccinated, but also I'm going to work in a hospital. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. It's to me. pretty irresponsible. And in the one argument, the one woman said, just like, oh, it's not approved by the uh, FDA. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I know, but because it takes 10 years to get a vaccination approved by the FDA. Yeah. Well, it's like it's not approved yet. Right. And, but they were like, no, it's fine. And they give emergency protocol to allow it to go. Yeah. Because right. we were at a pandemic. So that's why it's there for. They're like, it seems like it works. It's authorized. Let's go ahead and get shots and get shots in arms. And then like, look at this. Yeah. The, we're approving it. It just, the, the process takes like almost a yeah. decade. It's just like, oh, wow, look at this. As more people have gotten vaccinated, the infection rate has gone down. Yeah. It's like, check that shit out. And the number of like credible uh, cases of the vaccination having very serious reactions are, you know, you know, in when I checked a few months ago, it was like single digits. Yeah. So it, that's no, there's, I mean, like the, we are sort of the study for yeah. it now. Like yeah. we are the, 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 which case. I signed up for when, when I, when they put it in my arm, I was, you know, I looked, I mean, I, I didn't just say like, they're like, all right, it's like 50% chance it's going to be effective mm -hmm. or like, you know, there's some weird shit going on. There was none of it. No. Credible scientific uh, publications vouched for the vaccine vaccination, Moderna and Pfizer originally Johnson Johnson was a little, was far less effective. Yeah. And on the tail end, so I was like, I'm going to get Pfizer. Yeah. Got it, and it's proven to be way more effective than they even initially thought. And they initially thought it was going to be like 95% effective. Yeah, and then it's like <laughs> gone up since yeah, then. Yeah, they're like, it's actually like 98, 99% effective. It's, you know, 
Yeah. So, yeah, I do, I do think that for the good of society, and I don't usually like to do like the greater good kind of talks because I understand they have a lot of danger with them. There's a lot of implications historically with them. There's a lot of, you know, comparisons you can draw when you start talking, whenever you say for the greater good. But I yeah. do think for the greater good, in this instance, you should not be working in the medical field if you can't get a safe vaccination that uh, will help protect you and other people. I, I just don't think there's any place for you mm-hmm. in, a, in an important position like that. You yeah. want to work from home and you want to make things and sell them online or stuff like that, then feel free. Or and don't come out of your fucking house. Yeah. <laughs> or like go somewhere where they don't care. Yeah, go somewhere where they don't care. But like middle of Florida. But I just like, and I mean, if you don't want to get vaccinated. Or South Georgia. That's your prerogative. I don't really respect it that much i don't respect it but like for most people for people unless you know you have you're already there could be some very extenuating yeah very specific extenuating circumstances but like dog if you don't want the vaccine that's fine but like don't don't sue the your workplace well and it got thrown out it was a ridiculous lawsuit it's like hey you work at a hospital like you're you're gonna want to probably not get covid and then come into the hospital and spread it not to all your vaccinated coworkers, but to every immunocompromised person who comes into your place of work ill to be treated. Like maybe let's not do that. Well, and the whole thing I always, why I keep saying variant, 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 because the whole deal with not being vaccinated is that you, you're passing it, mm-hmm. it get passed to you and you become a fucking incubator for and the variants. Like, I turn my belly into a little COVID. Stove. Yeah. And then you make, more variants and eventually the variants could get past the vaccine yeah theoretically there's been no signs of it it's still extremely effective against all known variants currently yeah i'm not trying to be like oh doomsday but it is conceivable that if you allow the the vaccination to keep bouncing around and to keep changing that it could so there you are dangerous and you are a danger to others so you know i don't i'm not gonna say you should Eat shit and die, but <laughs> you should act right. You should act right. Speaking of eating shit, there we go. From CNBC, John McAfee, dead of apparent suicide. I didn't mean to laugh. John McAfee, <laughs> dead of apparent suicide in Spanish jail after court approves his extradition for tax crimes. I laughed at his laugh, not that John McAfee's dead, even though John McAfee did eat shit. <laughs> Blame reads. <laughs> Shut up, baby dick. Eccentric antivirus software company founder John McAfee was found dead of suspected suicide in his prison cell in Barcelona, Spain, on Wednesday, shortly after Spain's national court approved his extradition to the United States to face criminal tax evasion charges, Reuters and the Associated Press confirmed. The Spanish newspaper El Mundo first reported that the Catalan Catalan Justice Department had said McAfee, 75, died within hours of the extradition ruling. McAfee's lawyer told Reuters and... Excuse me. Told. Excuse me. One more time. Hold on. Take it from the top. <laughs> McAfee's lawyer told Reuters that the McAfee Associates founder apparently hanged himself. That was a tough sentence to get caught up on, and I appreciate y'all rocking with me. <laughs> El Mundo, citing the Catalan Justice Department, reported that the prison's medical professionals attempted to resuscitate him. McAfee was being held at the Brian's Two Prison in uh, Catalonia. McAfee had the right to appeal his extradition, which ultimately needed final approval from Spain's cabinet, but he could no longer tolerate being kept locked up, according to his lawyer, Javier Velalba. Quote, 
This is the result of a cruel system that had no reason to keep this man in jail for so long, the Lava told Reuters. McAfee was arrested last October at the International Airport in Barcelona on the tax evasion charges, which are pending in federal court in Tennessee and which carry a maximum possible sentence of 30 years in prison. So essentially a life, a life sentence for him. The editorial. He had been held in jail in Spain since then and had sought to avoid extradition by claiming he would uh, be politically persecuted in the United States because of his criticisms of the IRS. Last week, <laughs> McAfee tweeted about his criminal cases, writing, quote, The U.S. believes I have hidden crypto. I wish I did, but it is dissolved through the many hands of Team Mac McAfee. In parentheses, your belief is not required. And my remaining assets are all seized. Quote, My friends evaporated through fear of association. I have nothing, yet I regret nothing, wrote McAfee in a tweet, which is pinned to the top of his Twitter feed. <sighs> Damn. What a wild ass life. He did live a he did he'd live a wild one. Up to the end. I mean, who even knows if he's really dead? Didn't he fake a heart attack before to mm. get out of tax evasion charges? And yeah, then, I think it's safe to say he's fucking dead. Yeah, he's probably dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Reuters and the AP are reporting on it. Yeah. But like it's uh There the, goes the crypto cowboy. <laughs> one no. last ride into the sunset for John McAfee. <laughs> now now if you want somebody to get on Twitter and just be like, uh Dust Bunny Coin and, yeah. and, and jack up the price of some yeah. random nothing crypto, you're gonna have to wait for Elon Musk to get bored. But yeah. the funniest part of this though, to me, is that he says he he thought he would be politically persecuted in the U.S. because of his criticisms of the IRS. Like, like no, you owe us millions of dollars. Yeah. That's why you're being persecuted it's in like, the U.S. It's like you're not being politically persecuted. You're being criminally prosecuted yeah. for tax evasion. Yeah. It's like, And also, tax evasion, from what I understand, is like really easy to do legally. Right. Like very easy. Yeah. Like most rich people are just constantly doing They're it. doing it all the time. And so, like, and you don't even have to do it yourself. You just hire somebody to do it for you. Just to get a good accountant. Yeah. And have him, you know, show you what's up. You can whittle that shit down to, like, fucking, sometimes as low as, like, less than 5%. Mm -hmm. Like, it's insane. So, the only way to get in trouble for it as an uber rich person is to, number one, be insane, yeah. which I think John Mac yeah, McAfee He is. qualified for. But yeah. also is to just not pay taxes. Yeah, just to not pay taxes, openly say you're not paying taxes, yeah. you know, make no attempt to hide it, and then make up stories for why, <laughs> you know, you're being, you're, you've lived, because I mean, he lived in like international waters for years. Yeah. He was just sailing around tweeting that he was going to run for president. Yeah. And then like- he lived in uh, Belize for a little while. That's where he had his uh, poo poo dock. Where he, did, he discovered his love of the of the caca, and he also uh, may have killed somebody there, or had yeah, somebody killed. Right? There's the story that his dogs were uh, poisoned by his neighbor, and then he hired someone to kill that said neighbor. Yeah, and it, he was never criminally charged, but he was ordered to pay the estate of the guy who was killed twenty something million. Yeah, twenty five million bucks. That's wild. That's a really weird thing. I don't get that one. I mean, like, to think that this all started with an antivirus software. <laughs> it's a crazy jumping off point, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. He, he took it and he ran with it. You know, the <laughs> internet was new. Computers were new. John McAfee was a, was a trailblazer. And uh, I, I want to see his YouTube video where he explains how to get it off your fucking computer because I can't get it off mine. 
Yeah. It's we, just like hard coded into your fucking, <laughs> like into Microsoft. <laughs> Everybody listening is like, no, you can get it off easily. But I don't know how. I should check. I should figure it out. I should look at his video where apparently it's just like a profane rant. Yeah. Where he got mad when he like, I guess, lost control of his company at some point. <laughs> uh, it's just like, hey, this is how you get it off your fucking computer. His life is so insane. It was really, really wild. I mean, the the declarations of running for president while you're on a boat sailing around yeah. sailing away from the United States <laughs> and then like wanted and a pretty recent documentary come out about you living in Belize mm-hmm. and hiring women to shit through a hole in a hammock in your mouth. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it was just a crazy, crazy. Uh, what did he say? <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the, the ups and downs for John, for John McAfee are, are really, Really, something else. I, I'm, I'm honestly, genuinely very sad that Blake's not here for this story yeah, in particular, this, especially because Blake had followed with us through the John McAfee trials, and I think Blake might have had a, a certain love for John McAfee, mm-hmm. like a weird, like a sense. Um, I think there was a, a a level of respect that mm-hmm. you would feel for like a kindred spirit. Like he's know? a he's a shyster, you know. Mm-hmm. He he was a. He got in early because because there's two th- two ways to get rich, right? Like to be like really really great, mm-hmm. or to get in early. Mm-hmm. And McAfee got in early, and he yeah. got in early often, yeah. Too. So he was definitely like he saw crypto kind of before most of us had any even beginning to understand it, and, and then he, really made some big moves, big there. bold shyster bullshit like, ass sw- moves, like swindled, a total swindling, swindled like twenty five million dollars by just going on Twitter. Promoting random cryptos, jacking up the price, pumping, dumping, dumping. Yeah, he would just he pumped up. Yeah, he was he was he was such he's made Dave Portnoy look like a child. Yes, in the in the pumping up realm. Like who is Dave Portnoy again? He's the barstool sports uh, sports guy, the really like sweaty red guy. All this, he's he's like okay, okay. He's like a like a. Guido, who like his he's his Barstool Sports is his company, but he's been all in crypto. Like his he was really big anti Robin Hood guy. Okay, but he okay. also just kind of made all the other people who were getting screwed by Robin Hood look bad because he's just like he's like a frat bro. Okay, businessman was he? Is he famous for pumping dumping? Well, he was trying. I think he was trying to just like really jack up the price of Dogecoin so that okay. he could dump it and make a shitload of money, and then he. Got fucked over by Robin Hood, but also he's like a weird, like creepy, creepy. Kind of well, just like a, just like a odd. He's like everything bad that people think about Joe Rogan. That's him. That's him. Like yeah. he's like for real. Mm. And all that. <laughs> but R.I.P. to the the pirate of the the internet. Yeah, the pirate of, of Coinbase for sure. You know? the, the, maybe there will be there will never be another John McAfee. I think we can say that. Yeah. yeah. I, what really made me think about Blake is his this tweet where he says, I have nothing, yet I regret nothing. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love it. And it's his last thing, the pinned tweet. Yeah. Um, and, of of course, he killed himself before he could get to the States. I, I don't think a guy yeah. like this can be poor. No. You know, like, or, or in jail. Being, yeah. For he, real, like. No, this guy did everything he could to keep his freedom. Yeah. And managed to do it well. I mean, to give the guy credit. For, I mean, to rock out until 75. Being a nutso, crazy, fucking shit-eating lunatic. Being like, like a criminal on the lam in international waters for a lot of the time. Like, yeah. For like a decade. Yeah. 
<laughs> not to mention, I saw, mentioned the shit eater again because the health implications of E. coli being a That's constant true. factor in your life. Get some encephalitis or something. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. <laughs> have your brain swell up. Maybe that's what happened to him. Maybe he did have a little bit of touch of it. What if he like, <laughs> that's what kept him on the forefront. So he yeah. let it run and he would medicate just enough so he didn't die. Yeah. If that's possible. I don't it's know. just he, straight up he like. He edged an illness. Yeah. He was edging his fucking <laughs> illness, you know? He just gets encephalitis from eating human poop and like, but then he, he like Will Graham's it from Hannibal, from television's Hannibal. Where he, it, his where brain he like, just swells up and he's like, he this gets, is my design. He's like, this is my design. And they're like, he's like, that's where he, he forms the, the crypto, the crypto conspiracy. Scam. And then, but he's also there. He's just like, he's just shouting out these orders to all of his little underlings. He's like, Oh, somebody tweeted on my account, a shallot coin. <laughs> yeah. And then like his therapist is like, John, please draw a clock. And it's just like, all the numbers are on one side. It is <laughs> tilted down diagonally. <laughs> It's like, John, your brain is swollen. He's like, this is where the ideas come from. I got to edge it, baby. <laughs> uh, speaking of living on the edge, from NPR, Supreme Court restricts police powers to enter a home without a warrant. Another great Blake story. Yeah, really. Like a big Blake. I can imagine Blake getting like. Blake would be like super. Very serious to, about this. To sling, sling some D on this one. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be a mm. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, mm. that's a strong that's, that would be it <laughs> anyway Liam Reed be a short podcast today boys <laughs> the US Supreme Court ruled Wednesday that police cannot always enter a home without a warrant when pursuing someone for a minor crime the court sent the case back to the lower court to decide if the police violated the rights of a California man by pursuing him into his garage for allegedly playing loud music while driving down a deserted two-lane highway late at night. Writing for the unanimous court, Justice Elena Kagan said police had no right to enter the man's home without a warrant for such a trivial offense. Quote, On many occasions, the officer will have a good reason to enter, to prevent imminent harms of violence, destruction of evidence, or escape from the home, she wrote. Quote, but when the officer has time to get a warrant, he must do so, even though the mis misdemeanant fled. The court's ruling came in the case of Arthur Lang, who was playing loud music in his car late one night, at one point honking his horn several times. A California Highway Patrol officer, believing Lang was violating the noise ordinance, followed him, and when the motorist slowed to enter his driveway, the officer put on his flashing lights. Lang, who later said he didn't notice the police car, drove into his garage. The officer, in, quote, hot pursuit, got out of his car and put his foot under the closing garage door sensor to force the door open again. He had no warrant to enter the home, but once inside, he smelled, he said, he smelled liquor on Lang's breath and arrested him, not only for the noise violation, but also for driving under the influence. Lang appealed all the way to the Supreme Court, contending that the officer had no right to enter his home without a warrant and that the DUI evidence had been illegally obtained. The Supreme Court has long held that police may conduct a warrantless search when pursuing a fleeing felon. The question in Lang's case was whether police are free to do the same thing when pursuing someone suspected of a minor offense like playing loud music. Quote, pursuant of, of a misdemeanor does not trigger a categorical rule allowing a warrantless home entry, she wrote. Well, <laughs> pretty cool. So this is just... You know, a pretty specific uh, change in uh, law, but I wonder, like, what the con the 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 far-reaching consequences of this are going to be, because it seems like something that opens up a lot more ways to sue police departments. 
Because like now, if you're doing, I guess if you're under doing like under the guise of a welfare check, there's probably different reasons. I've seen a lot of videos of of people like having welfare checks called on a home, and then police essentially like barging in. Even okay, when a so this is I'm just trying to get a because you're you're talking about I thought so it's just like you can't pursue somebody with a misdemeanor and get in without a warrant, or it's just it's just saying that like hey you have to like what's the actual ruling. The ruling is that if you are pursuing somebody of a of a, suspected of a misdemeanor, okay, that you cannot enter their home without a warrant unless you suspect imminent harms of violence, destruction of evidence, or escape uh, from the home. So, what was the bit about the welfare check again? I'm sorry. Well, I was just saying, like those these those are a lot of the like those are what you see typically a lot of videos of people getting their houses like busted into by police. It's like. I've seen multiple. Have you not seen those? I've no, seen multiple I've never videos seen of like people calling in welfare checks or a social like social worker calling in a welfare check on somebody who lives at a at an address. Police arriving to the home, meeting somebody who lives at the address at the door, being denied entry because they're like, "Oh no, no, you can't enter my home without right. a search warrant." And they're like, "Well, this is a welfare check, so you got to." And then they just like bust in. Oh, and essentially okay. search the home. I don't know if that would apply to this law, but like a or like if you were if you were getting followed home because you failed to signal or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And then you make it home. They can't just like bust into your house because you forgot to turn your turn signal on. Okay. Like, well, I mean, that's definitely a good thing. I mean, I, I think less, <laughs> I, I'm not in favor of uh, laxing people's rights being denied, making it easier for cops to deny people's rights at all. I think yeah. that this is a good thing. Um, I've had uh, my father's home when I was younger violated by cops who had a warrant for a specific thing but not for what they ended up doing. So, mm. um, and that was real shitty. It was real shitty having cops like march around your house. Yeah. It was lame as hell. Yeah. Um, man, I know that this is a, a story, but like, did you not see the Ronnie O'Neill trial? Mm-mm. If you, you didn't see this. No. Holy shit. There was this guy named Ronnie O'Neill who killed his wife, uh, like a couple years ago, like 2018, his daughter, and stabbed his son and tried to put kill throw him into the house uh, that he burned down, Holy but his shit. son escaped with stab wounds, and then he defended himself in a televised trial that just ended like a day or two ago. Oh my god! And in his closing arguments, he was like, "Yeah, I killed her, but not how they said I did it." And now the judge has. It was wild, and he what? Yeah, it was a pretty big court case, and. The the craziest thing is that like he just felt like if he yelled all of his points that they would <laughs> they would be better points. Well, the classic dumb dumb argument, right? Was style. just like to to yell. He's like they they said <laughs> that I killed her <laughs> with by beating her, but my neighbor <laughs> said I beat her three times. Then I shot her. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it was just like, it, it was wild. Yeah. It was a wild thing to see. Yeah. Because you really don't see people defend themselves very often. No. I mean, it's like really heavily. And he, he lost easily, you know? Yeah. It's like, hey, that's a whole re- Now he, he has the death penalty on the table because it happened in Florida. My God. Shout out to Sherilyn. Shout out to Sherilyn. Shout out to Sherilyn. And we, you know, we, uh, we hope that this guy gets a fair shake at sentencing. Sounds like he's uh, super insane. Uh, but, he had an intense glare. Yeah, but I mean, that's they also usually, 
I mean, maybe this is just from TV, but usually I think they, they say like, hey, if you defend yourself, you're still going to be sentenced as if you had a real lawyer. For real. Like yeah. you, so you should probably get a lawyer because the consequences are going to be for real and lasting yeah. on your life. Unless you're Robin Williams in that episode of Law and Order uh, where he defended himself and he was guilty, but he tricked and he won. Mm. He got away with it. They had to bring in a real hitter for that one. They brought him, yeah, the, the big dog. But that is a scripted television show. Yeah. And after we're talking about real <laughs> life. Even though the storylines are ripped from the headlines. Yeah. They usually aren't like going to correlate to what, what really happens yeah. in court. The uh, that's that's insane. Or Gerard man. Butler and law law-abiding citizen. Yeah, well. but then yeah. he said a bunch of nasty stuff to the judge and got thrown in jail anyway. Mm-hmm. But he also was, you know, a super genius. He was a super genius. Yeah, which is like that's the funniest thing about that movie to me <laughs> is that you have to believe that Gerard Butler is like <laughs> I can believe it, like a master planner, like he's capable of. I mean, like I guess I can believe yeah, it. Yeah, you're you're making him out to be a meathead. I'm not. But, I don't think he's a meathead, but yeah. like it's just he's playing against type, hmm. you know? Because the type for that would have to be somebody like I would believe like a Jesse Eisenberg. <sighs> yeah, I mean, like even maybe somebody like a Patrick Wilson or like right. just somebody who seems like. A little bit more, like, would you believe like a a young church, like uh, like a, a young church boy in like the Catholic Church, maybe like a waifish Edward Norton type that <laughs> happened to convince you know an older silver fox, yeah. smooth guy, maybe like a Richard Gere kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> that he has multiple personality yeah, disorder, yeah, or that he has dissociative personality disorder, and that he didn't he he created a personality who committed murders out of trauma to protect himself, right? Yeah, I'd call I think I'd probably call it like primal fear, the fear that you would have, yeah, <laughs> in that situation. Man, Primal Fear was so good. Edward Norton was so showed such promise. I mean, he's a good actor, but I don't know if the the he set the bar I don't real. Know if Primal real. Fear is that good? I like Primal. I like Fear. Primal Fear, but I just I'm not a Richard Gere fan. If I'm gonna be like straight up, like 100, 100. I think he's that's his element though. Like playing kind of a smarmy defense lawyer. That's his wheelhouse. Yeah, I just feel like he got crushed by like a 17 year old kid <laughs> like in that whole movie. Who's Edward Norton though? Yeah. Who the kid went on to be like a huge movie star. Yeah, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I just you think he got outacted? Yeah, big time. I mean, he had a, the the part Edward Norton's part had the most chops. Like Richard Gere probably has the most screen time, but you I mean, you're playing a a killer with multiple yeah. personalities. Yeah. Come on. Hey man. I'm just saying. He went on to do this a similar thing later though in the score. He did do the same thing in the score. The same type of thing and I was not as good in my opinion. Uh, the scores, I like the score more than Primal Fear, but I have to go see the score again. Yeah. I have to go see the score again. And as of recording the episode, the new episode of Loki is out. And, uh, oh, if you haven't, you couldn't tell we ran out of articles right now. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. but I, I am interested in, in, in watching that. Um, I haven't been impressed with the first two episodes. Uh, they've been okay. I like my boy Owen Wilson. I, I like a lot of the visuals of it. The they had a Blade Runner shot, they had like the their Blade Runner shot mm-hmm. when, when, uh, he shows Loki the TWA. TVA, yeah, TVA. Sorry, TVA. They when he shows it to him, yeah, like that. Straight up a Blade Runner shot. The outdoors, you mean? Yeah, or like the the, straight the, up. the city the cityscape. Yeah, yeah. That was, but pretty, it's like a sci-fi slow oh, push yeah, yeah. in cityscape with a like a score. Yeah. While he's, I was like, that's 
goddamn Blade Runner shot. I've been enjoying the music. I've been enjoying the. I, I enjoy the idea of the TVA. I think there's there's more to flesh that out. I'm you know I'm giving I'm giving him a shot with yeah, this I'm one. Give him some time because I you know I I, I gave one division one division that same shot. I was very very pleased with it. Oh, were you? Mm-hmm. Okay, I enjoyed one division. Um, ski, ski, but uh, we'll see. Do you enjoy the uh, the uh, one with the Falcon? That's fine. Yeah, that's the most like standard Marvel fare of of all of them. It was interesting. I think they had kind of an under underdeveloped villain, but that's like also a big time. That's a that's a Marvel trope at this point is to have an underdeveloped, underdeveloped villain. Villains. But the um, except for Thanos, yeah. Well, and this is that's like this is the problem for me with Loki is that like they underpower him so that he can always be getting beat up, like right. even in the earlier movies, and then but he still is supposed to be like this supposedly like, supposed force to be reckoned with, and so like sometimes he's, his powers are just really inconsistent, and they have now since Thor Ragnarok they have now looked in the face his backstabbing ways so mm. many times that it's just like. It's getting beaten. It's a gag. It's a yeah. It is. It literally got turned into a gag, yeah. and then like with when Taika Waititi did it and winked at the camera, it was good. Mm-hmm. But then we regress back to first Avengers Loki, and I thought in the first episode when they spoilers for Loki, I thought in the first episode when they kind of show him his life and they like they they do the whole thing where they're like, so you haven't had all these experiences that occurred since 2012, but like we're gonna show them to you so mm-hmm. that hopefully you can. Like maybe we can zip through some of the same growth, get you to the same like general baseline yeah. that your character would have been if he hadn't died in Endgame. Spoilers for Endgame. <laughs> that like, I thought we were gonna kind of move past the backstabby like, <laughs> yeah. like always doing a little smile and trying to trick thing. But it seems like we are still right in the thick of that. Yeah. And I'm. They did have the, the first episode did have like a good moment of that where you did think yeah like, it had a really good moment but then in the second moment he's still like trying to backstab right and trying to get an audience with the, and trying to take over and like yeah. it's like hey you I'm not gonna give you a third episode of this yeah like if we do a third <laughs> episode of this then I am going like I mean if we go and your whole thing with this other Loki is to just like try and. Swindle her yeah. into believing Spoiling that you're everything. Spoiling everything. I mean, spoilers for Loki. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm just like, I'm not going to hang tough. All right. I'm not going to hang tough. If we if we don't grow, then you got to go. Then you got to go. That's all there is. <laughs> That's all there is. I want a new episode, a new season of Queen's Gambit. That's all I care about. Fuck everything else. Everything else is trash. Do you want another season of Queen's Gambit? I just... I loved it so much. But where does there to go? I know. Ain't <laughs> nothing being written that good. Everything else is written so much is not nearly as good. Get on HBO, man. Watch Mary Easttown. I know what that is. Sounds like you made it up. It's got Kate Winslet. You just don't believe that you things you haven't heard of exist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like inside Lewin Davis. Yeah. It took me a while to accept it. Yeah. That was a real Coen Brothers like film. A Coen Brothers movie. You're like that shit's not real. That's just not real. Like, Mar- Justin Timberlake. What are you talking about? Mary Mary Town. Fucking Kate Winslet. Speaking of Justin Timberlake, didn't he cheat on Jessica Biel? Like Did he? Or something? Oh lord! So I heard some gossip about that. Oh lord! Hold on, I'm gonna have to call you back. Okay. Oh lord! <laughs> Hold on, Justin Timberlake. Hold on, let's see. Justin Timberlake, Jessica Biel. Real quick. Did he cheat on her? Did he cheat? Cheat? 
Oh, this is too gossipy. Yeah. Like USA Today and stuff. Never mind. Yeah. I'll no, it seems like no. I feel like that would be the leading thing okay. on Google. Well, I, I I would have been very surprised. I'm like, you cheating on Jessica Biel? That's wild, playboy. <laughs> you crazy man. He's like, yeah, I'm a big dumb dummy. Yeah. Anyway, this has been Tap Snaps. I am your host uh, for now, Liam Kelly. Joined, as always, me by. Always will be joining you by T-Drains. T-Drains. P-Stains. P-Stains. P- and, and Blake is here in thought. In mind. And goodwill. In heart. and spirit. A ski to that. A ski.